What is going on, guys? Uh, this little episode is a bit impromptu, and you'll understand why as you get into it. Um, I started a podcast with a very good friend of mine who is uh, very intelligent, has a lot of background, not only in the finance industry, real estate, and now he's wrapping up getting his uh, law degree, and he's going to become a lawyer, I guess more than a law degree. Um, but in any case, my, my good friend John and I started a podcast specifically discussing Web3. However, this is going to be something, as I said, it's a bit more time sensitive. It has to deal with Ukraine, especially coming up on the date that John is going to mention. Ways for you to support Ukraine in a really cool way that does have to deal with cryptocurrency and Web3. Gives you a great example as to another use case for cryptocurrency, a very novel and ingenious way to support Ukraine and other emergencies, you know, humani humanitarian uh, efforts on a global scale. It's uh, pretty amazing. So we have our podcast episodes. Normally the format is John and I discussing something. We also have some interviews and things like that. And then we also discussed, you know, when we have something, especially an instance like this, that is time sensitive or it's something where we just want to do a brain dump. Let's not make it a, a static format where it has to be something stringent, where it's both you and I and cameras and all that other jazz. Let's make it open to maybe foregoing the camera, foregoing the other person in the interview or whatever else and just doing a brain dump. So this is actually the first example of that. And John is going to be, he basically just sent me this uh, recording that he did. It is only audio. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll throw up some generic image in editing, but I think this is really important for you to listen to, especially if you're interested in what's going on in Ukraine, how to help them. Um, and even if this is something that who knows how this Ukraine Russia thing is going to unfold, hopefully it's wrapped up soon. Even if it's months in the future, and this is all a distant memory, uh, which hopefully is going to be the case in the not too distant future. This is still a very interesting use case for, as I mentioned before, any kind of humanitarian effort and Hopefully this not only gets more people involved in helping countries in an easier way, an easier way to send money where it's needed faster, but also provides some use cases and gives you some idea, some ideas as to how cryptocurrency can be used beyond, you know, a lot of the traditional formats of using GoFundMe and, and all those. And we've seen those in, instances with GoFundMe and how it, it's not decentralized. So there are some, you know, inherent flaws with that when GoFundMe's politics don't agree with maybe the, the fundraising uh, venture that's going on at the time. Not going to get into that. I want to keep it focused on Ukraine. I just wanted to introduce what this is. The podcast isn't ready yet. We have a few episodes shot and recorded, and I've started editing them. I wanted to get a nice bank of episodes before we started publishing them. But again, because of the time sensitivity of this, um, I, I think it was just better to do something quick and ugly and get this information out because listening to, I didn't even know about this. I started listening to it. I was like, oh, what John sent me an audio file. I haven't even talked to him about it and just started listening. And I was like, this needs to get out. So I stopped listening, started recording, and I'm just going to try to slap this together nice and sloppy, let it go. I wanted to provide some context as to what this is in the future. I'll probably do more announcements and more details on where you can subscribe to the podcast. We are going to try to uh, put material both on YouTube and everywhere that you can listen to podcasts and have, we've got a, a lot of plans, but this isn't about the podcast show right now. This is about the information that John's about to share with you. He is, his family is uh, Ukrainian. Um, I think like third or fourth generation American. So it's not like they're fresh off the boat Ukrainian, but this is still, I mean, I think everybody, regardless of what your ethnicity is, they're seeing a really weird situation where it seems like 
I described it yesterday, is it, it's like we're all watching a bully beat up a kid and the bully's got a gun and he's like, yeah, I'm beating this kid up, but if anybody jumps in, I'm gonna pull a gun on you. So it's like, what do we do? How do we help? We can't intervene without exacerbating the situation and escalating it to possible nuclear arms you know, race, or not race, fallout. Um, and it's it's a weird situation, but this is a really interesting opportunity. Hopefully you guys are able to take the run and take uh, the ball and run with it. I know I'm definitely gonna donate. I'm excited about this. I think it's genius. and. Um, yeah, sorry for the long intro, but thank you. Subscribe, alerts, comments. Uh, John asked for comments. If you have any more insight on this, any other ideas, any new information, uh, please let us know because uh, there were some things that based on the information that he had, they may change. So if any of this stuff is updated or if you're aware of any updates, please let us know in the comments below because anybody who's interested in this is gonna be watching this video. I invite them to look at the comments below and uh, you know, God bless. Hopefully you're safe if you're uh, in the Ukraine or in the Eastern European area. Um, my thoughts and prayers are with you. Hey guys, this is John here, just checking in. I'm solo, I'm gonna be without Casey right now. And this is gonna be one of probably many solo podcasts that Casey and I do. To the spirit of what we're doing here, just talking about what we're learning, what we're seeing, some of the thoughts that we're having as we're experiencing stuff, sometimes in real time. We want to just get it out there and share some of our thoughts and the information we're seeing. And this is going to be one of them. Now, a lot of people have been reaching out to us through social media, emails, and even in person. And a lot of the stuff that Casey and I have been doing, talking about this Ukraine and Russia disaster. The implications it has in this space, just general thoughts. But this is a topic right now that just came up. I just saw something super relevant and wanted to jump in and just get my thoughts on it. So to get started, I want to talk about airdrops. Just to touch base on the basics of it, an airdrop is an entity sending something to a bunch of wallets. I mean, that's really what it is. It can have a reason for it. It can have no reason for it. But basically, somebody needs to know some wallet addresses and they could just send something to those wallet addresses without any sort of transaction occurring. So without you having to pay for it or even request it, they could just give it to you. All they need to know is your wallet address, so where to send it. And so you're seeing a lot of this as rewards. It's very common for rewards, especially for like early adopters of some communities, tokens, NFT communities. If you're in there by a certain time frame. They'll take a snapshot of all the owners or whoever has this, and then they'll send something back. That could be a special feature. It could be another NFT. It really could be anything. It could be more tokens. And that's this neat thing about the space is this back and forth. This isn't always a one-way transaction. Once you're in these communities, these developers, they can send stuff back to you, oftentimes more valuable than your initial contribution. But you don't even have to do that. There's really no requirements on what allows someone to receive an airdrop. It could just be you sign up for a mailing list, right? An email list and put your wallet address there. It could be you had your wallet address and your Twitter handle and somebody just went through and found a bunch of people that they wanted to send stuff to because they like the cut of their jib. They wanted them in on their community. They thought they'd add value. So it's this neat, neat concept. And what's happening right now is freaking amazing. The government of Ukraine has been asking for tons of aid from governments, NGOs, but also individuals. 
And they've recently put out some crypto wallet addresses that anyone can send crypto to, to help. Help the government, help the people, <laughs> which is freaking awesome in itself. You have a government of a country in war getting aid through crypto. <laughs> that is mass adoption. It is ridiculous. This is like war bonds to the next level. But not only that, they've just announced, well, today they've just announced it. This may have been old news from the time we get this podcast out. But they just announced that they're going to do an airdrop to anyone that has given Bitcoin, Ethereum, or uh, Ethereum, given Bitcoin or ETH, I should say, or anything on the Ethereum network, they are going to airdrop them something. I don't know what it is. The screen sh- so the snapshot they're going to take of whoever has contributed, I believe, is March 4th. Uh, I, I don't know the time. But they're, they're taking a snapshot, whoever's contributed, and they will receive an airdrop from the government of Ukraine. This is the government of a country in war that has jumped on this, has utilized this technology to create an incentive to get contributions, donations, and aid to their country, to their people and they're utilizing this incentive structure. How fast was that? They've adopted this at record speed. They're at war, and they have people that have thought through this, figured it out, and got this out there. This is mass adoption. This is, this is difficult for companies to do, let alone a country. A country moving at this speed with the amount of friction and roadblocks that they're experiencing right now, they're at war. And they were able to adopt this and launch this and probably get tons of interest from it. This not only is an amazing incentive program, it's amazing PR. This is marketing (laughs) from a country at war. I am just blown away by this. This shows all the normies out there. This is getting adopted and this is going to catch on. So already this is making huge waves it's spreading very fast. It's exciting a lot of people. Um, this right now just blows my mind. I, I can't get over it. I spent so, so much time really in both these spaces over the last however long, looking at airdrops and Web3, but also what's going on in Ukraine. Um, I've spent this past week just just heartbroken and so much time just going through what's happening, processing and digesting it. And when worlds collide like this, (laughs) I I don't know, I I had to get on and just talk about it. So that's kind of what airdrops are. I I don't know what they're airdropping. That hasn't been made clear yet at the time of me recording this. My guess, it'll probably be Ukrainian flag, NFT, maybe a PFP, uh, maybe a POP. It could just be a token that says, or an NFT that says you support Ukraine. I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be fascinating, though. That I, I don't know if there's going to be a market for this. If it's just going to be something to point to the, of your support. Uh, this is the beauty of the space. Who knows what it's going to be? If it has a market, that's going to be wild. If they're going to follow on with something, that's going to be wild. What's funny, though, is there are some people that are getting kind of hot about this, which is just 
bizarre to me. I, I saw on Twitter there was a, a few people that were upset that they've limited the airdrop recognition to what I said, Bitcoin, Ethereum, or, or ETH, or Ethereum-based tokens. And they were rather disappointed that they weren't acknowledging other tokens. And they were calling it like unjust. They're criticizing a country at war that's recognizing some donations. And they were upset at them for that, which just was bizarre to me. But yeah, that's, that's just a quick update. Again, I don't know where this is going to go, but this, this can't be the last. This is a country at war. I don't know if other countries are going to jump on board for donations using this sort of incentive structure. It's amazing. So I'll, I'll jump in and give an update when we learn what the airdrop is, the reception of it, what it looks like to hold it, what it even looks like, and how they're going to carry forward with it. But man, this is amazing. So that's all. If you have any thoughts, questions, maybe I was completely off the mark on this and you know a bit more about it, please drop it in the comments, shoot us a message, anything we can do to learn more about it and get better information out there, we're all about. But other than that, have a great day, guys. Cheers.